0: March 30th 2014. VGN Network presents Kevin's O'Blast Radio with your host Kevin Baird
1: and Kaien Noble.
0: So today we got uh, Kaien Noble joining us. I'm going to call him Noble cuz I can never pronounce his first name properly. Uh That's fine. How's it going, man?
1: I'm um, good. Uh wish the weather wasn't crap, but you know. We well, are down in what? Uh, United
0: States. You're in Ohio, right? You're down in Youngstown or something, something like that. Yep. Yeah. That's where I am. So you guys got hit by the snow as well or Yes, we did, yeah, yeah. It was like a blizzard yesterday, by and large, up here in Cleveland. Um, I, I think there's like a foot of snow outside that like happened in like the span of like eight hours or something. It was ridiculous. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, whatever, it's gonna melt now because the temperature is 45, which is like a sunny summer day here in Cleveland, 45 degrees. Um, but uh, yeah, so you're a Patreon pledger, yeah. We had you on uh, VGN. And um and now you get to do the old blast. It's so exciting. Sweet. Get to talk about your life. You uh That's less exciting. Yeah, you think so? Sometimes people I know
1: because so, I lived
0: it. Sometimes people have uh interesting stories to tell. You have a whole lifetime of experiences. There had to have been some things that happened that were really interesting. But let's start let's start with the normal thing. So where'd you grow up? Where'd you go to school? Did you grow up in Youngstown?
1: Oh no, I'm a... Uh... I moved here because of my job. Okay. I work at General Motors. Oh, right, sure. It's the uh, the plant up in Lawrence Yeah. Which is a hop, skipping a jump away from Youngstown. And uh, I grew up in Detroit, Michigan. Born and raised there.
0: Okay, sure. I vaguely remember us talking a little bit about this previously. Yeah.
1: Mm-hmm. Where'd you grow up in Michigan? Uh, the west side. It. it was a uh, six mile in uh, Ma- uh, well McNichols is six mile. It was six mile in Schaefer.
0: Okay. All right. I'm not sure where that is, but is that did that um, was that part of Detroit Central or was that actually like a town or something, you know?
1: No, it's a it's the west side of Detroit. Okay.
0: Sure. I mean, I grew up on 14 Mile, but that's Clawson, you know. So um,
1: I've never been up there.
0: Really? Yeah. It's um you know, I can't remember too much about it, but uh, you know, Brian and I were living there from until uh, well, you know, I was I was born in 72, Brian was born in 68, and we lived there until 1980, so mm. most of, you know, most of his entire, uh, ele- you know, elementary school, he was, uh, was seventh grade or something when he left, so, you know, by the time he had middle school, that's when we came up to Cleveland, I was still, like, in third grade, so my memory's not that great, you know, it's not like I went anywhere, got in the car and just drove places and stuff, so. Oh, why not? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no. No real recollection. Shalm High School, or Shalm School is where we went. It was like one of those weird things. Like, my whole life's been like one of those things where, like, schools have been closing as I entered them for some reason. Like, I think yeah, it's...
1: Me in high
0: school. I think it's because of, like, the, um, the baby boomer generation. Like, because the baby boomers, there were so many of them that they had so many schools, and then they got to close schools down, and... I don't know, as I entered the school system at different years, they were like, well, this school's closing, so you gotta move, and, uh, (laughs) class, it graduates, yeah, goodbye, so I started kindergarten in a school called Baker, and then Baker closed, and I went to Shalm, and then, when I moved to Cleveland, they, they actually, North Olmsted, the city out here, they, uh, they had closed, like, six schools, um, through some sort of mass, like, uh, reorganization, or something, so, anyway, not about me, it's more about you, so, how long were you in Detroit? How, how old were you?
1: Oh, uh, let's see. I moved here in two thousand seven. Oh, so most of your whole life, basically, you were in Detroit. Yeah. So much. I was about what twenty twenty seven when I moved here.
0: Wow. Okay. So and you were like in Detroit. You were like in Detroit, uh, the city of Detroit. So you experienced uh, pretty much a whole uh, a whole range of uh, depression. As <laughs> that city sort of uh, crumbled around you <laughs> as you grew up.
1: That's
0: a way of it. Probably didn't start out so bad and then slowly got worse. Well,
1: well, you know, Reaganomics almost put me and my family out on the street. Sure. Because both of my parents were laid off. They okay, both work in the auto industry.
0: Okay, what year was that? Do you think nineteen nineteen eighty? Jeez, probably was, when Reagan came into office. I want
1: to say late eighties. Oh, okay. Or, All right, sure. It's like I don't think it was actually when Reagan was in office. It was like yeah backlash from the decisions he made while in
0: office. Right, right, sure. Yeah. Okay, so so you went to uh, Detroit Public School.
1: Yes, I did. Yeah. Went to, uh, in uh, let's see, K through. I'm going to say fifth grade, I think. I went to this place called John R. King Elementary. Okay, all right. Which is less than a mile from my house. Okay. and uh, So I take it you walked to school then? Oh, yeah, we walked to school. Yeah. It's pretty easy. I mean, that's Even what... the winters, it was pretty easy. Yeah, that's what I,
0: I did that my whole life, too. I don't know, today it's different. I don't ever see anybody walking to school. It's like just oh, a no. just a weird thing. Yeah, buses come and right to your door, huh? parents yes. driving their kids. and Getting
1: Kids with their damn <sighs> stuff.
0: Yeah. <it's... laughs>
1: How come they get that and I didn't get that? We had to walk.
0: Walking wasn't really that big of a problem, like, either. I don't know why, when it suddenly became like this thing where, like, all the kids would die if they walked to school. I don't know what that's about. I mean. Oh, God, man. It's weird. That would
1: be a. Whole another blast. <laughs> yeah, you're right. The, the victim culture of the United States. <laughs> how everybody's like, oh, put a helmet on Timmy. He can't play frisbee without it. Yeah, that kind of stuff. Everybody has peanut allergies, apparently.
0: Right, and right. It's confusing. And, uh, All what, of it's confusing. What's that new stuff that they they have um, with the wheat or whatever? They can't eat wheat. I don't know. Wheat. gluten. Gluten. Oh, Gluten. Yeah, yeah, I don't know. It's all nonsense. So anyway, um, so public school. How'd you how'd you how'd you get on there as a kid? Did you did you like your school? Did you hate it? Was it one of those schools that like you know was run by the Gestapo? or was it uh, pretty 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 tame or
1: right? Yeah, yeah. No, no, it wasn't. John Arcane was okay. Yeah. Call it anything that's just like, oh, my God, this is so great. I want to see my kids here when to grow up. Which, you know, as you said before, the schools are closing down as you got out of them. Right. That's what happened to John R. not too long after me and my brother graduated. They closed it down. Yes, they did. Wow. Still standing there, though. They haven't done a damn thing with the building.
0: Probably gutted inside from, you know, all the uh, copper pipe and everything that goes on with that. That's what happens I hear a lot.
1: Yeah, more than likely. Uh, um. An air and steel stuff.
0: Were you a good student?
1: Uh, yeah, I a good student. yeah, I was pretty good student. Yeah. Pretty good. All of the, uh, <laughs> as you say, depression, <laughs> didn't start crushing into my brain and causing me to just say, you know, whatever, until I got to like high school. Right. Right. You know. But before that, I was I was a good student.
0: Well, junior high, to me, it was always the hardest time. I don't know. Middle school, they call it sometimes now too. You know, it depends. They they always mix it up. In my. In my day, it was 7th and 8th that was middle school, and those years were the most... That, that's a weird time for because half the kids are like... Um, Giants? Yes, and the other half haven't hit, haven't hit puberty yet, and so there's some... You know, the bullies are real bullies, because they're gigantic. They're just like men versus yeah. kids, and... Yep, snapping in half. <laughs> right, yeah. And you're also going through all those like weird like transitions, you know? Like, your body starts to smell, and you got uh acne coming on and you you know what i mean it's all just uh, that's the worst time of your life really it's just and you're trying to and that's the moment you know you're you're like interested in like uh dating and everything, and it's just all w- weird and, blah, and I don't know.
1: You get your acne and your back knee. <laughs> right. You get uh. Yeah, you you're all awkward in your body because it's changing faster than your mind knows how to keep up and move it. Right, and your clothes
0: all don't fit. And you know, with floods and t-shirts that are too small. I mean, yeah, it's just a bad time, man. I started to get it figured out, but ninth grade is still kind of that way. And then, like you know, I repeated ninth grade and things started to come together for me. But um yeah, so you're saying it was bad when you got into high school where'd you go to high school
1: uh i went to high school in another school that closed <laughs> which was actually located in uh downtown detroit oh wow called, uh, san caray okay green immersion high school jesus it's an academy It's a weird name oh,
0: i know i know <laughs> do you have an I acronym know. for that or something that they just call it like i don't know <laughs> I just called it school you, you just yeah, went there
1: school. wow yeah I didn't really give a crap I think they were naming it I think it was named after some academy in Africa I don't know I vaguely remember them having a muriel up on the wall that somebody painted and huh. it like had another it said Sankarae Academy somewhere in one of the countries in Africa and you know it's like a dot there that shows you where it is didn't really matter to us though because <laughs> that weird school was it was I swear to god it was in a warehouse Oh really? In an abandoned warehouse. Wow, how did you? I mean, did they?
0: Did they just decide that's the school you were supposed to go to, or did you like? Did you you um, your folks say, "Well, we're going to send them to this school here" or something?
1: Well, you know, it was a new school that was just opening. Once I hit ninth grade, after yeah. the end of middle school, right? And in middle school, I went to Gas Middle School, but that that closed too. Actually, all my schools closed. <laughs> but uh
0: like yeah, uh, you're I'm the typhoid ma- typhoid Mary of uh, schools they so just close them down after you go through Shit, everybody's Maybe wiped- you're right to <laughs> everybody's wiped about, out yeah. except you
1: streets uh, yeah. but uh yeah uh high school let's see for me, it was nine through twelve right 9th grade twelve right and uh I imagine still that now for most people
0: yeah i don't know i mean because they they switched it around like my uh it It was that way, and then when I like I graduated, I think they moved it, or you know what it was it was like my my brother when he was um in middle school, it was seven eight nine, and so high school was ten eleven twelve which I actually think is better in a way because um. A like, lot of time to catch up. yeah, like ninth graders are still like a lot of them are kids, man. I mean, they're just still not. I mean, because you remember, you they come in the class, you're like, who are all these little kids running around the hallways? is really fucked yeah. up, you know. Wearing that's,
1: your big brother's tammy downs and stuff like that?
0: yeah, it's just a weird time, you know. And, and, and when you're when you're an older dude, you just you want to be around all you know people. You don't want to be around kids anymore because you just kind of feel like that's little. You know, kids are bringing in toys to school, and you're like, get that out of here, this is weird, kid. Yeah, I know. You, you know.
1: Even though I had all my vintage toys at home. They're still in. <laughs> Boxes. So, <laughs>
0: <laughs> which kind of toys? What? What'd you say? What? Co- what no, toys? I, said
1: I have all my vintage toys. That oh,
0: vintage! vintage right? Yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: <laughs> you know, I tried to be the collector and all that kind of shit. Oh, yeah, that good. didn't last long. No,
0: just, you no. Know, You don't yeah. still have them or anything? No, I don't have them. I don't know what the hell happened to them. Oh, that sucks. Could probably worth sitting a on a fortune right now.
1: Going to different people, like my nephew and my niece and the rest of them. I just kind of was like. You know what? I don't know how to take care of these. So <laughs> let's just sell them.
0: Yeah. You know, yeah. Hmm. yeah. Yeah. So, uh, did you have any uh, particular uh, odd events in high school or anything? I mean, anything that did you graduate and everything on time, or did you did you have some sort of reawakening and decide that you wanted to go live in the Philippines and help farmers or anything like that? Anything interesting?
1: Jeez, I wish. <laughs> <laughs> no, 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 Philippines stuff for me. No. It was uh, I graduated? Yeah. yeah, I graduated in 2002, just like, just on schedule, just like I was supposed to. I almost didn't, though, because I was, like, failing one of my classes. Yeah. I had to take a summer class to make it up.
0: What did you think of the Detroit school system overall? I mean, did you feel like you got a good education out of it?
1: Uh, I had maybe five or six really, really good teachers. Okay. Throughout. Your whole life? Or? Yeah, throughout middle school and high school especially, because in elementary school, you know, yeah. It's basically a daycare for the most part. Pretty much, right. You know, you learn your ABCs, your 1, 2, 3s, but. Right. The real stuff doesn't start happening until you get a bit older. Right, right. And uh, it was. It was okay. I don't know how it is now. Yeah. i might be completely in a crapper for all I know. Right.
0: I well, what year did you graduate, you know, if I can date you here?
1: Uh, It was June 2002. Okay. All right. Well, they're probably not that bad. In high school.
0: I mean yeah the last 10 years or so it's been pretty crazy there but i don't know it's, maybe
1: yeah the city's falling apart right you
0: know, yeah. no money in the it's it's kind of crazy because detroit it was huge it was a big city man you know and just uh it's, it's amazing how that fell apart because i mean cleveland falls apart but cleveland i mean it was a big city sometime like in 1930 or so, I have no idea, but I mean, for the most part, it's not as big, like, Detroit was a major, major city, you know, and yeah, uh, I know. just, um, yeah, it's a shame, it's a fucking shame.
1: Um, I so almost want to say, pretty much the same thing happened to, uh, what was it, uh, God, I can't remember, the name of this is another city in Michigan that had, like, all of the uh, plants there. Flint? Yeah, Flint. Yeah, yeah, yeah. As soon as GM pulled out, that place just went to shit. Yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. I, I think it's been a combination of things. I mean, yeah, it's the auto, you know, the auto companies leaving, but I also think there's a high level of corruption that was going on there, too. I mean, oh, yeah. you know, that kind of thing. People put the money in, and then it just gets spent on bullshit. And, you know, we had it here, too. I mean, we had a whole raid that happened in Cleveland a few years ago. The FBI came in, and, you know, we have a county authority, and they arrested one guy, I think, in prison now for the rest of his life like one oh, one right. yeah one guy oh it was like a whole thing a judge went in um different people from the the county went in the one of the guys in the county ratted out like the rest of the people so like they just started like bringing everybody in and you know um having court cases and yeah throwing them in and we had to like you know it was like one of these weird things where i i guess i don't know like you know, you had these sort of elected officials or something, but it got—they cha- were like appointed by a, like a board or something—and we had a whole new election to change the way that was all done. I don't know; it was fucked up, but yeah, you know, it happens everywhere, I guess.
1: So, yeah, uh, it's definitely always going to be corruption when you have the haves and the have-nots mixed together in a little boiling pot. Right, exactly. So, did you go to college,
0: or did you just? Uh, yes. Okay.
1: For one semester.
0: Oh, so not very long.
1: I went to college for one whole semester.
0: So, I mean, did you get out of high school and knew what you wanted to do? Or did, were you just kind of confused at that point? And you were just like, so, I don't know.
1: Man, I, I still don't know what the hell I'm doing. Really? Honestly. Well, I mean, were you you so, working? Were you working? I, were you working no, through? I, mean, I wasn't working. Okay. I was one of those people you hear about, you know, where it's like <laughs> the, the joke on the internet about, uh, oh, he lives in his mom's basement and all that kind of stuff. <laughs> I was living with my parents for, oh, boy. A long Until time, about two
0: thousand six. So what happened? So what happened with college? It just didn't interest you, or you just didn't want to pay for it, or I mean, what?
1: It was much too expensive for me. Really? Yeah. I, I really couldn't do it. I, I, just that semester, it was like from it was in two thousand six. I want to say. Okay. In Tuskegee, Alabama, by the way. <laughs> oh. I was going to Tuskegee. Wow. But uh. <laughs> So
0: not so not community college. I mean, you were going to like a real college, but you only went for a semester. Wow,
1: yeah, it's crazy. It a semester, but uh, I was living on campus, and you know, once I got out of that, it was let's see, thirteen thousand dollars.
0: Wow, yeah. That? Were you actually were you actually going to class though, or were you just like finally out of the nest and you just started to like party and hang out and just didn't go to school or whatever?
1: Oh no, I was going to class. Really? Yeah, I was going to class it was actually. You know, keeping up my studies as much as it could be, but... Right. Oh, my God. Yeah. Bad price.
0: So, no no school loans, though? You didn't want to just take on the debt or anything like that like everybody else does? Nothing like that? Nah,
1: no? I, I didn't want to do that. Also, I didn't know what I was doing, honestly. Really? Yeah. I, I had the liberal arts major, and I didn't... Sure. I had no focus, really. Right. Right. And so, you know, and another thing happened there, too. It wasn't just... I have no focus, and uh, I'm just a teenager, a rebel without a cause. Or whatever. <laughs> right. It was also that in 2006, near, let's see, I think in December, when that, sem- that part of the, uh, the semester was ending. Sure. I, I, got a, I, I left partially because, no direction. The other part is because uh, I had an application to GM oh, okay. earlier in the year. Right. And then my father called me and said, hey they uh you got hired oh okay GM, so you can either you know stay there or you can come back here and go to work and i was like all right i guess i'll just go to work yeah the fuck i'm just <laughs> wasting money here it's, you
0: know it's a good opportunity really i mean take the opportunity when you can get it that's how it is yeah. you can always go back to school if you wanted to you know yes you can so it's like just go go with the work i mean Yeah, when I was in school, I mean, college, I didn't know anything too much about it to to begin with. So I didn't know, like, you know, like, credit in my family didn't exist. Like, my dad was constantly, like, bad credit. My mom was okay, but she was out in California, and she wasn't going to help because she was always worried that if, like, we ever had credit cards or anything like that, we'd rack up a huge debt, and she'd have to pay for it, which she probably would. That's probably a good theory. But, like, so my dad was never able to get credit. So, I mean, I was just, like, in that situation where, like... People would talk about getting school loans and I was just like, well, I'm never going to qualify for a school loan, you know, and you never, I didn't understand that, you know, they didn't care because they'd get you later, you know, but, um, so I ended up never, I mean, it wasn't going to happen anyways. My whole objective was that I knew my dad was going to leave or I was going to get kicked out when I was 18. And so, um, uh, I just had to get a job. So I just started cooking. I was like, well, I can do this. I can make $10 an hour. And that's all I need for the rest of my life. And uh, that's what I told myself. So that worked out for a couple of years until I said, I really hate this job. I'm going to do something yeah. else with myself. Because this I is bullshit. Like. Yeah. It's like, I took, yeah, I totally just had to quit. Like I took a big pay cut and everything and did like some electronic assembly or something. Because I just didn't want to cook anymore. Anyway, so... Uh, yeah, so you went to GM, and that was back in Detroit for a while, or did you um, immediately come out here at that same point? I mean, is that how that worked? Is that you left that college and then just suddenly went to uh, outside of Youngstown, wherever the heck you're at?
1: Oh no, it was a uh, I'm in Youngstown. Oh, Okay, all right. It we was, uh, you know I left school in December of '06, like I said, and then let's see, they we were temps at GM because you, you like. You get hired in, right? Right. But you're a temp first. Okay. And it's kind of like on a trial basis for about 90 days. At least it was when I did it. Sure. So, you know, they didn't actually bring us in to the actual plant to start working until... Oh, God, what was it? I want to say July of 2007? Sure. I mean, did you have training, though, or anything? I mean, you know,
0: just working at the... I mean, what... Like... What'd you apply for? I mean, you know what I mean. Like, th- did you know anything about cars or building anything?
1: I knew how to drive them. Yeah, right. <laughs>
0: <laughs> so they train you or something? Is what, they they train
1: you what to do? Well, yeah, they train you what to do once you get in there. It depends on what job you get. See, yeah, you know, it's a big ass factory. So right. Once you get in there, there, is hundreds of jobs, and you get you know usually just sign up for one, but. In our case, since we came in as temps, they just placed us on whatever the hell job they wanted to. Okay. And I I don't know if you'd say lucky me, but <laughs> I did get placed on a job in a certain department, which is the uh, chassis department. Okay. And I was on the this huge friggin' hoist that I'd use to place the exhaust pipes onto the engine. All right. And further on down the line, someone would, you know, bolt it to the engine and all that kind of stuff.
0: Okay, sure.
1: Yeah, and then I just got stuck on that job because nobody wanted it.
0: Really? That's weird. And, yeah. So you just. So it was like a crane? Or you say a hoist. Is that a crane? No, it
1: was a hoist. It was a. Uh, what do you call it? Uh, God. The. Like the, the air? When it's air powered? Okay. Say, like air pressure powered hoist?
0: Okay. And it's just picked up the the exhaust set. You would just grab one and then set it on a car or something. I don't even know how to
1: even describe this. No, it had a. It had a uh, You know, next to where my work area was, I was on a little platform about maybe a foot and a half high. Okay, up there with me was the hoist, which you take and there's three racks placed around me. Uh, I'm in the middle. Okay, I take the hoist and you know use the buttons to position it over the uh, little exhaust pipe, big ass exhaust pipe, which weigh about 20 pounds a piece. Right, you uh, connect it to it, pick it up take it over wait for the little this little car that rides by it's a very it's like a carrier okay on top of it the engine's there and then there's a little area for me to place the exhaust pipe on there so you know drop the exhaust pipe on there make sure the the, uh, the screws or bolts i should say are connected to it and then it goes on down the line and the next person down the line like bolts it in Right, you no, know, just keeps on going down the line and you just build a car from there.
0: So you, so this is like, so this hoist is something you drive around kind of thing, or no? Oh
1: no, it wasn't a driving thing. It was like I was holding it and it was suspended from the ceiling. Okay, all right, I kind of yeah. understand what you're saying. Um, so that,
0: so you, how many of those did you do in a day, like type of thing? Like how many m- 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 exhausts did you connect or whatever?
1: Boy, let's see, in a good on a good day, good for the company, I'd say. <laughs> right, <laughs> we do about. Uh, Four hundred and twenty. Wow! All right, that's, a, that's eight hours.
0: Yeah, it's a, it's a total full time gig right there. Just doing that yeah, all day. That sounds kind of monotonous, though. I mean, it just just zone zone oh, out. God, is it not?
1: It's <laughs> So 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 monotonous. I just you, yeah. You're in one spot doing the same thing over and over. Except with the hoist, it was kind of different because you had to position it a certain way. You couldn't just have it one way and pick it up and go. You had to spin it around and use different buttons, and it was almost like a different configuration on the other side. Hmm. So, you know, I had to pay a little bit of attention, but after a while, you get so good at it, it's like second nature. Right, sure. So you're not even looking at it. Wow, so, yeah. Yeah, whatever. Yeah, you know, I um,
0: I assembled uh, electronics with Dan C's, um, and I only did it for maybe a month or something, maybe two months. I don't know. And... Um, it was the same it was assembly line work, you know they basically would give us the electronic thing, and we'd have a bunch of wires, and we'd have to solder the wires to the to the boards and um just kind of how you see people doing like China or whatever where they're all sitting there, So we didn't have like white suits on or whatever we just jeans and t-shirts like putting these things together and you know, after I learned it, because the learning part's kind of interesting for a little bit um it was. It, I felt like my my life was being sucked out of me from that job. Like I just felt <laughs> like I was just totally like I don't know. I don't. It's a weird experience. I just felt like I'm just dying right there working. It was just awful. No, no, exactly nothing. Like. Yeah, I don't know how anybody does it like that. I I give you credit for doing it for so long because that's. Uh, God damn! So, have you been doing that the whole time, or are you on to other things? I mean, what's the you know? You obviously moved up to Cleveland. What happened there?
1: Yeah, uh, the plant, sh- uh, the they they we got laid off in two, towards the end of two thousand nine. Okay, I think I want to say September might have been a little earlier, a little later, but uh, once we got laid off, we were off until. Oh, God. And I call it paid vacation because that's exactly what it felt like. I was being paid, let's see, maybe $500 a week or two every two weeks, I want to say.
0: Wow. That's not that just, good.
1: You know, doing whatever the hell I want it to.
0: Prepare. Yeah, I mean, I guess it's good to just get free money, but it's still kind oh, yeah. of not a lot of money. To
1: No, it's not a lot of
0: money. But, you know, it
1: adds up because I'm, I'm by myself. Right. I don't have a family. Right. They're not supporting anybody but me. Sure. So 500 every two weeks is like... It's pretty goddamn good.
0: Yeah. I mean, were you still living with your folks, though? I mean, because their rent or whatever would probably eat that. Oh,
1: yeah. I was still living with my dad at that point. Oh, okay. My parents had gotten divorced about a decade earlier. Oh, all right. And they uh, they were living in different houses.
0: Do you know how your parents met? I usually
1: ask everybody that at the beginning of these shows. Uh, If you don't, it's
0: okay. We didn't really prep.
1: They met and I might be getting this a little bit wrong, but I remember my father telling me, That he was 25, and my mother was either 22 or either somewhere between 19 and 22. I don't know. She was one of those. Sure. But uh, I think they met, like, he was on a double date with one of his friends. Except for him, it was a blind date. Okay. And this was in Kansas, Wichita. Okay. Which is where my father was born and grew up and all that kind of stuff. All right. And, uh... Like the girl before had like canceled or something like that, so I think her friend, which turned out to became my mother later, she went on the date instead. Huh? They didn't find this out until later. Like my father didn't find out until later. Huh? Because it was supposed to be you know it was a blind date, so my father didn't know her. But
0: okay, so they didn't know they didn't know her name ahead of time or anything. It's like oh, so you're Ruth, that she's like no, I'm. Uh,
1: She's like, no, I'm Gloria. Yeah. Because <laughs> right, my father's name is Roger. Oh, uh, okay. He's Gloria. All right. Cool. I so that was interesting how they met. Yeah.
0: So, are sure. you the only child, or did you got you know? Is... No, no. There's four of us. Oh, okay. Brothers and sisters, or I it's mean,
1: me, two sisters who are older than me, and my brother. I'm the baby.
0: Oh, okay. All right. Right. Is I'm your thirty? It, so is your brother your your sisters are older than your brother, or your brother is older than your sisters, or how does he fall into it?
1: My sister's are older than me and my brother.
0: Okay. All right. So were you were you cool with your brother growing up? I mean, were you guys, like, uh, close enough in age that you hung out? Or was there a big gap going on there?
1: Uh, we are about two years apart in age. Okay. It's not too bad then. So it wasn't too bad. But, you know, and I could tell from the pictures that were being taken of us that we were pretty damn close. And really? Like yeah. Once I got to sometime in middle school, my brother, would like, not want to hang out with me and go hang out with his friends. Yeah, sure. You know, you must know how that is. Yeah, you? right.
0: I mean, I, uh-huh. I, I, you know, with my brother, you know, four years or well, three and a half—that's actually a fairly good distance because his friends were never my friends. You know, oh, okay. you know what I mean. Like they're just you, you, when you're in that one to two years, you you can actually share friends in a way, you know, and it can make things. I don't know. I mean, I didn't really experience it too much. You know, I had a step brother who was two years older than me for about six years, and um, we didn't really share friends, but he was like. My stepbrother, he was more like a jock, is the best way to describe it, you know. So my Mm -hmm. friends were all nerds. I mean, I played soccer and shit like that, but, um, you know, he was all more about hanging out with these guys that were all, I don't know. Back then, it was all BMX bikes and shit, you know. It was a different time. Um, So that's cool. So, uh, um, and your sisters, they just were you know, they just ignored you, probably, or just screamed at you when you touched their shit, that kind of
1: thing? Uh, It's kind of a combination of the two. uh, (laughs) uh, Like, my, both my sisters actually, you know, when they were, what, teenagers when I was born. Well, no, they were actually in their 20s when I was born. So, you know, they were happy still, even though, like, my brother, he came along earlier, and they were like, oh, we basically have a real-life baby doll. Okay, sure. Like that, <laughs> right? So when they got older, they were like, "Oh, hey, we got another one," <laughs> right? So they were happy to take care of us and stuff like that. There's a picture of all of us. Like I'm sitting on one of my my one of my sister's lap, and my brother's sitting on the other one, and we're like smiling and like clapping. I think we're at some kind of concert. I'm not exactly sure what's going on. Huh. It looks all right.
0: So and, were, uh, were you uh, were you out of the house when the divorce thing was talked about? Was that already you were done with being in the home life, or did that impact you at all?
1: No, I was still at home. Yeah, when I went down. I witnessed the breakdown of that marriage. So yeah, that's that's no fun. Something. Yeah, but uh, you know, I was I was in my teenager whatever years at that point. Sure.
0: Maybe. So you could at least leave if you had
1: to or whatever. Yeah. yeah, and I pretty much ignored it for the most part. It wasn't like it was a big screaming match every day or anything like that, though. You know. Yeah. It was just like, oh, you know, she moved out. It was actually pretty quiet, and uh, she has a house in Canton which is still in Michigan, and my father still lives in Detroit in the old house that we all came up in. Right. Yep, yeah. and uh, she, I guess she wanted us to move out there with us, her, but I was like, I move out there? It's way out in the boonies. Right, you know? right. She's about, what, 30 miles away from us? Yeah. i like, Mom, not so, I don't really see her. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and I was pretty deeply entrenched in school and had all my friends, and I'm like, you want me to just uproot and
0: yeah, forget that so. shit. Right? Sorry. Yeah, my, uh, you know, with my uh, original parents, I was really young. I, you know, they got divorced in '79 or '80 or something, and, um, you know, I was, it was seven at the most, six. And uh, you know, the thing is, is that when you're growing up and you're that young, you just think parents fight all the time because it's just what they do. So you know, you're just like, oh, they're just fighting. And you, I'd look at my brothers and be like, oh shit, you know. But um, families like that, with right? The exactly, right. You don't think that I didn't even know what the hell divorce was. I Like my parents told me that they were getting divorced, and my brother started crying, and I started crying too. And then I went into the room with my brother, and I was like, "What does that even mean? I don't even know." What that. <laughs> 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 And he's like, that means Bob's moving away forever, or something. And then I was really upset and all that kind of shit. And then, yeah. um, and then when my dad, my stepmom, got into fights. Man, were, My dad had a, he had one of those guys that had a really loud voice. You know, like just yell and the whole house would shake. And, uh, yeah, um, the, it was kind of the when that shit was going on, I'd be like, um, yeah, you know, uh, the, obviously this thing's spinning out of control. And then eventually they just got a divorce. Yeah, that's never any really fun. It's no, it's not a good time. So cool. But then, you know, when they split up and things calm down, it's not so bad. Because then you got different places you can go and that kind of thing. So, mm-hmm. I mean, you know, just depends on how it works out. Of course, my mom decided she'd move 3,000 miles across the fucking country. Yeah, so, so it's
1: probably a little hard to visit her on the weekend. Right, ex- like
0: exactly. You know, you don't get her involved in events in your life at all. It's just, she just decides to split. So that's, that's a little bit harder. So, um... So, what about you? Do, you? do you um, you want to have kids? You want to have a family? You 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 got some kind of a plan beyond the uh, just working at Ford type of thing?
1: Uh, not really. I mean, I'd like to have kids at some point, maybe. Right. But I don't know, man. It's it's like you listen to the news and stuff like that. And right. Know this is probably something a lot of people say, but it's like, do you really want to bring a kid in all this chaos? Yeah. Is that something that you? I don't know it almost seems like a punishment when I, think about it. <laughs> I know that's funny but like, I'm, I'm half joking half serious about that it's like what's gonna happen next I mean they hit New York and it's like we're kinda just waiting with our thumbs up our ass it's like okay when is something else screwed up gonna happen you right know, and is it gonna be like a SARS attack on like the subways like happened in Japan and all that kinda crazy shit
0: yeah, it's it's difficult right now to really j- judge whether kids would get a better life than they did like when we were growing up, type of thing, just because the, the, part of it, though, is just that it's, the dynamics change so rapidly. It's so difficult to know um, one day to the next how things are going to be. You know, yeah. they just keep changing things so much that, I don't know, I don't know. This whole internet thing has really changed things so dramatically for people because the. Um, all these kids are so connected to everything now it's weird from when i was a kid not not that i'm saying it's bad it's just that i don't know how i would it it's hard to compete with the internet with a kid you know when you were dad or something you could be like you know, because Dad said, and that's how, that's why that is. And the, the, yeah. today, the kid would be like, "Well, according to the internet, Dad, you're totally wrong." <laughs> Wikipedia <laughs> says you're full of shit. You're right. Shit. So, yeah, I, that I took. I, that opinion. I took a picture of you, Dad, working on that thing on the house, and you fucked it up. So uh,
1: everybody oh, knows now.
0: Uh, yeah, it would be really hard to put up with.
1: Oh God, it must be. I just, uh, I don't know. You know, when when we were younger, I mean, even when I was younger, when you were younger, I'm sure. We didn't really, like, we weren't really connected. Right. What was going on in the larger world? Right. We pretty much knew what was going on our block, and maybe at school. So maybe it's always been like this, and it's just like, you know, I'm just freaking out because I became aware of it when I got older.
0: Yeah, I mean, there was the Cold War and everybody could have gotten nuked or whatever for a long time. And then, you know, I mean, I think they hid under their desks. Right. (laughs) I love that. I I think, you know, in the Clinton era, things were, um, uh, you know, for the country, not obviously for individuals, but things were quiet. You know what I mean? Like, for the most part, there was no um, terrorist attacks going on. There was no real. uh, I mean, there was Iraq. But I mean, that was like we just—that was almost laughable for the United States to deal with Iraq, and um, you know, it was just quiet. And I think I don't know, man. Things changed. I don't know. I don't know. I'm with you on that. I got—I have to sit there and think about it for a while because I never really—I just never had the opportunity to have kids. Now, now I'm getting too old. Like if I had them now, I don't think I could do the shit that I would need to do for a kid. I, I think I would be like—I think I would be like a good father, but I think I could be like you know just unable to participate. in some. Dad's back hurts. He can't go play ball with you right now, son. Dad, you suck. All the other dads get to go out and play ball. Yeah, well, your dad's old. You know, I don't know.
1: Yeah, but, see, that's... I was listening to, uh... What do you call it? Uh, God. I want to say... It might have been Rage Select. I can't remember. Sure. I was listening to somebody, and they were talking... They mentioned kids. Like, one of the listeners had a question. And, uh, they said, you know what's really great that you can do nowadays is actually you can sit down with your kids and play a video game with them, and that could be kind of an interactive, you know, joyful experience. You don't necessarily have to run out and play ball or anything like that. True. I'm like, well, that works, you know, because, you know, things are, like you said, with technology is evolving so fast that there are different ways coming up to deal with all of it. Yeah, I just... uh, (coughs) A lot of interesting stuff just cropping up.
0: I think it's like one of these things with these smartphones that I think is the, is you know, you could just not give your kid one. And I totally agree with that mindset a lot of times. But I think it's actually harder in practice to do than it is to um, say, you don't get one, but all the other kids get to have one. Um, because, you know, if you want to take your kids camping, is your kid going to be sitting there at the campsite looking at their phone the entire time? Or, you know, you want to go out and... Um, I don't know, just go on family things and they have this device with them all the time or their laptop or the internet, etc. It's like you just have this weird sort of, um, you're not able to have the same, ex- and I don't I don't think you take away these things all the time because when I was a kid growing up, if I was driving to like some place that was four hours, I would have loved to have had a freaking iPad or something in order oh, to like uh, eat, eat away the time, you know. Oh my God. That would have yeah. been amazing. But at the same time, once you get there, you know, and you're part of things. I don't know. I, I, I think boredom sometimes um, creates opportunity. You go out of the place and you explore things and you, you know, you have to talk to people and interact and all this sort of stuff that um, technology can get in the way. And I, I don't know. I, I don't know how parents deal with it. I, I, I don't know if they do. I, I think maybe they just let the kids do what they want and um, I don't know. I'd have, a, I'd have a hard time with it, I think. I don't know. Because I know what's out there. I think I'm more in tune to what all of the horrors are of the Internet than a lot of regular people. A lot of regular people just, like, play Candy Crush and, um, you know, read a few oh, websites. Right. Oh,
1: the Internet is wonderful. I'm like, oh, God. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you just don't
0: know. Right. And then you got these you know, kids learning how to build bombs and um, taking out their schools and things. And I don't think my kid would turn into one of those, but it, there's just a lot of crazy shit on there. you know. And yeah. and I also think it, it could... Look, when I was a teenager and I was growing up, my, I was pretty like depressed most of the time. And if I had access to the internet um, with all of its crazy bullshit, God knows what I would have been into. I mean, I just... I don't think I would have been all bananas and shooting up my school or anything, but I definitely think that like I probably would have been in more trouble than I was in, just simply because I would have had access to more insane shit. Like maybe I should start my own grow house and just grow weed because I hear it's big. (laughs) And just start—I can make money doing that. And you know, I mean, it's just—you wouldn't—you wouldn't wouldn't know anything about even how to do it. You know, you'd be like, "What do I get a plant and a light?" You know, you wouldn't know. You'd be like, okay, but you get the internet, and all of a sudden it's like, this is exactly what you buy. This is what you go and do. You know,
1: go to Google, type in how to, and right? Say exactly down the letter what to
0: do. Exactly. I mean, and and that's the crazy thing about it is just it's got way more information, and you don't really need to know anybody, or you could find that person to know. I don't know. It's a weird thing. So, uh, how'd you end up in Youngstown? I mean, I know it's job, but I mean, did you? I mean, you weren't still moving the mufflers around, right, or whatever.
1: Yeah, I changed jobs a couple of times in, uh, was it, 2008? Sure. Like, cause, you know, they, they post the jobs if they're open and or if there's a temp on them. And once you actually get hired in, which happened for me as a full-timer okay. in October of 2007. Oh, okay, great. You can start hopping around and stuff like that. So I switched to putting on the brake line. Okay. Instead of putting on the, uh what do you call it, the uh, the exhaust pipe like I was doing before.
0: Okay. Brake line sounds like it would be hard, like it would be like...
1: uh It's actually pretty easy. Really?
0: Okay, because it just seems like, you know, you got to like put the fluid in and all that kind of shit, you know?
1: No, oh, make... no, you don't, we didn't deal with fluids and uh,
0: chassis. Oh, okay. So you're just putting the lines in then? The phys- yeah, oh, all right. put
1: on the lines, you know, shoot them in with the, uh, the air guns and all that kind of stuff. All right. Connect them and then, you know, it sends it down the line to whoever and they'll do the next thing on it. Huh. Okay. That kind of stuff was happening. Put so, the shocks on over there too.
0: So being full time, and that being that's union, right? I mean, obviously it's GM. So I mean, do you feel yeah. pretty? Uh, do you feel pretty confident that your job will uh, stick around?
1: Uh, I don't know. Maybe.
0: Right. Yeah.
1: It, we we're getting the, apparently we're gonna uh, we're, we're supposed to be uh, what do you call it? revamping some stuff right you know to maybe work on some new things there because you know to get all the computers and stuff in cars and you have to change around the, the equipment you use you can't use the same thing for decades and decades right so yeah, you know I, we're gonna be revamping stuff in i think the next year or so but other than that i feel pretty secure they might move me back to detroit in fact they might move me to lansing i don't know which
0: okay but,
1: uh, that does happen i'll be happy because i'll be closer to my family again
0: Okay, sure, absolutely Yeah, you're kind of pro- yeah, L- Lone Wolf right now Out in Youngstown It's kind of a crazy place to be
1: Yeah, my best friend Like last year From the uh, plant Over in Lake Orion, Detroit Right He came down here with me He got moved back In like 2012
0: or something Oh, shit yeah. I was
1: like Ugh Drinking buddy's gone
0: <laughs> Yeah, I know Ford Is making a big expansion Down here again They're building out I think Brook Park Or something They're hiring 350 people there And then there's something else going on, but it's not down by you in Lordstown, but it's another one of those towns that are down that way. Um, But I think, again, that's for Ford. I guess they're moving some sort of new engine development down here. Not sure what's up with that. Some guy was saying something like, "Oh, it's because Ohio is the place to be for car engines or some bullshit. Um, But then somebody else said it's because there's tax breaks. So it's probably what it is—the tax breaks. But either way, more it's still, likely, yeah. it's good that uh, there's more auto work, you know, coming in this area. It makes your, it should make your union stronger anyway, and you know, you get more um, pressure to have those guys put stuff here. I guess Honda's down here somewhere too. That's what they were saying, but I don't know anybody that works at Honda. I mean, neither do I. Uh, it's um, Ford Country, as they say around here. You see a lot of people driving Fords. That's the one thing that's kind of weird because. Um, out west, you see a lot of um, Subarus and Kias and uh, you know, um, cars that you don't see a lot of out here. You don't see a lot of Subarus out here. Um, You see a lot of Fords. You don't see a lot of Fords out west. It's kind of something I just took note of when I would be out there in um, Tahoe. And I was like, oh, maybe this is what they mean by Ford country in Cleveland because there's fucking Fords everywhere. You know, it's maybe because everybody works there or something. I have no idea. I didn't think that many people worked there, but People want their discounts or whatever, so maybe that's what it is
1: um, you know I, uh, I actually it's funny you mentioned Fords because I actually like I work at GM, but I drive a Ford oh yeah <laughs> <laughs> and it's not it wasn't like a, a uh, some kind of comment on GM <laughs> right or like that. because I think we have one of the best selling cars right now with the cruise sure yeah like that. but uh, I just didn't want a cruise right I mean, I just I like the features and stuff on the Ford Focus. So I got one of those. Right.
0: that's cool. Yeah, my uh, brother's ex-wife's got a Ford
1: Focus. She yeah, likes it. People it's, try to give me looks about it, and I'm like, oh, screw off, it's my money. Jesus. Yeah. Uh, what do you want, people? <laughs> I, don't, I don't have to have brand loyalty. <laughs> At least
0: it's American, sort yeah, of. It's not
1: like you know. I went and bought a VW Bug. Right, you know? yeah,
0: exactly. Um
1: Actually, I heard a lot of bad stuff about that. Like
0: people will bust out your windows
1: and crap like that. Really? Wow.
0: I mean, that's that's probably more. bull. I don't it's know if anybody's super that zealous. Yeah, zealous. I don't know if anybody's that upset about it. Maybe the people when they first get like laid off or something, then they're like, it's because this guy bought this car. You know, just that one guy, <laughs> right?
1: that one car. The it's entire country gets laid off. Screw sure. us out
0: of our car. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. I don't know. I mean, I got a Ford. I got a. My I inherited my mom's Subaru. And, I, and both cars are pretty good. My Ford's been really good. Um, I've had it since 2005 and the only major work I've had on it is an alternator done. So that's pretty good. Mm-hmm. Um it's so tough. do you play video games? Are you gaming? Are you a gamer? Oh yeah. Yeah. I certainly play video games. What do you currently less than I used to though. No, yeah. What do you what's your uh what's your system of choice right now?
1: I pretty much have uh let's see. Oh, well, I got most of them actually.
0: But what do you play? I mean, what do you flip on when you're looking for, a, like, a time? You don't care, or do you just sit down and say, I'm going to throw the PS3 on because it's just connected? Or what? what's the, uh... What well, you,
1: the one that's hooked up right now, well, the two that are hooked up right now, are my 360 and my Xbox One. Okay, sure. Which I just got recently.
0: Are you, are you enjoying the Xbox One? Are you having, you know, do you, do you have any uh, games for it that you play on the thing? Cause yeah, I
1: have two games. One of them I haven't started playing yet because I've been so focused on the other one. It's like Dead Rising 3. Okay, sure. Is the one I've been playing the hell out of because okay. I love the Dead Rising series. Right. And, uh, I, I have Titanfall, but I haven't started messing around with that just yet. Okay, yeah. And I'm sure I will at some point because my nephew has it too, so we'll be able to play over line and all that kind of good stuff.
0: Yeah, I, got, I gotta get Titanfall at some point. I just, um... I'm too far behind. I'm still playing GTA. I got Wii Party over here for the Wii U. Um, some other. I think I got Assassin's Creed, the last one that came out, Black Flag, or one of those things. I don't know. Um, I heard that was
1: good.
0: Yeah, yeah. Although I, somebody was saying on Facebook that I guess they're they're going for annual releases now, and that seems like pretty quick to you know like they're only going to do mild you know, like the Madden of games or something like just, yeah
1: that's gonna make the quality take a sharp <clears throat> nosedive yeah or rehash every year
0: yeah I don't, don't play that game every fucking year anyway it's kind of crazy it's a what, right?
1: it what 30 games for them to get to 3 <laughs> yeah. what was that about it was revelations re-revelations and this it, and that And yeah Oh man. Yeah, no, I don't know.
0: Uh I got to get more into it myself. I'm getting more free time to start playing stuff though, so I do you um do you play mobile at all? Do you have like a Vita or anything?
1: Uh I have a PSP and I have the uh the DS. Okay. Not the 3DS, not the new one. I have sure. the uh, yeah. two screen DS XL.
0: Yeah. Do you play them though or do
1: you, they just collect yeah, dust? Yeah. Yeah. Uh not regularly or anything, but I do whip them out once in a while. I got to play uh what was that, that? I can't remember the name. The Castlevania, where you'd have to use the stylus to make the little circles and symbols to seal monsters. Okay. Yeah, I never played it, but okay. Yeah, I can't remember what it's called, though. <laughs> I think it's something, darkness, whatever. Yeah. Anyway, I have the uh, PSP also, and I have like uh, the uh, Killzone game on that one. Yeah. Yeah. And I have... Uh, that third Parasite Mercenary Eve game that came out that they didn't call Parasite Eve for whatever reason.
0: Oh really? What is that? I liked the Parasite Eve. It was always really was difficult, fun. but I liked it. Oh, I remember the name of that. Was that is that good? Do you like that? Is it fun? Ooh, eh, no,
1: it's all right. Yeah. Neither one of the sequels have compared to the first one. Though. Right. Yeah. I don't know what the hell happened in that series. They don't
0: really. Like, a lot of times, game development that goes on in in Japan tends to be like it doesn't, like, the gameplay doesn't get better. (laughs) Like, the storylines keep going and stuff, but, like, the gameplay and the game engines just seem to be mostly the same in a lot of cases. It it always kind of freaks me out because they don't seem to, like, want to refine their game mechanics. Now, it's not true of Nintendo. I mean, Nintendo puts a lot of thought into how you progress in their games, except that they don't make games like Parasite Eve, you know? They make Mario. Um, Unfortunately. But a lot of, you know, a lot of these other companies, they keep making, or they, you know... I mean, shit, man! They got games that come out today that would look just like they, they could have been released on the PlayStation One, you know. And you'd be like, eh, "Look at that! It's a PlayStation One game." I don't know, I don't know. That's interesting, though.
1: Awesome. I, uh, I also have my PS2 still. Yeah, and I still play that pretty good too. Like I have a, a Kami and Sure Shadow of the Colossus, that kind of stuff. Great
0: game, yeah. Do you uh, do you PC game at all? Uh,
1: a little bit. Yeah, don't have a PC that can. Shit out of the Witcher Two, man yeah oh, that
0: yeah it's great. yeah I saw previews for Witcher three um oh I, man,
1: he's got pushed back too did it <laughs> he got pushed back to I think next year oh shit, something like that
0: I um makes
1: my heart. I was looking forward to it,
0: yeah, I played both witchers, yeah, I didn't get all the way through them, though um, I played the first one longer than I played the second one um'm on the
1: verge of beating the second one i the, f- the first one is so like. It's almost like Dark Souls, and they don't tell you a damn thing. Right. And you have to figure everything out for yourself. Right, right. Like slow going with that, but I'm sticking with it.
0: Dark Souls 2, any of that going on with you? Oh, God, I hate
1: Dark Souls. Yeah,
0: yeah. I, c- I can't stand it. Yeah, that's how I was with it, too. I respect Jeff and the fact that he really enjoyed that game, but it's just too... I don't know. It's it's,
1: it's, it's too obtuse, I want to say. Yeah, it's... It might be part of the problem, because... There's so much, like, there's so much weird, I don't know, it's, it's like weird things that go into it. Like, you have to kill a crystal lizard and get a certain kind of mineral from it to upgrade your sword. Right. I'm like, what the hell is that? And it only appears, like, if you destroy a certain barrel in a certain part of the area, or I'm just like, I can't deal with this, man. <laughs> yeah, yeah,
0: yeah. yeah drives me crazy. It's uh, it, the gameplay mechanics in those kinds of games in general. I'm, I'm not a gamer, personally, that digs the whole thing where I have to just um, sort of exploit patterns. Like, the, you know, like I attack twice, move the left, attack once, do a barrel roll, and then, like, do backstab, jump backwards, and then repeat the process until the monster's dead. Like, I, I don't... I don't like games like that. Like the, Jeff seems to be into those kind of games. And that's cool. You know what I mean? Like that's, yeah. that's that Ghost and Goblins kind of uh, mechanic type stuff where you just sort of you know you just follow patterns. But I, I don't know. I don't really dig. I'm not really into video games to just kind of
1: follow patterns. So yeah, I, I appreciate Dark Souls because I can see that it is a good game. Right. It's like there's a huge wall you have to traverse before you can really get into it. Right. And, you know, you just have to break through that wall. Once you do, I, I, th- I think you'd really probably enjoy it, but I don't know. It's just not for me. Them- yeah, I
0: don't have the life, to, the, the life energy left to spend playing games <laughs> like energy. that. Yeah, I'm going to deplete my life, and uh, there's not going to be anything left in order to keep playing games that are just, like, endless. I, you know... I, I want to produce some progression because I'm a casual gamer man. I play games in two hour spurts at the most and then I gotta go do something. I don't have time for it. I mean, when I was younger though, I'm not saying there's anything wrong with it because when I was younger, I could be up like all night you know waking up when the sun comes up, still playing games and being like I just gotta do one more level, man. I just gotta keep going but now that yeah, I'm like
1: I, I wouldn't even uh, I wouldn't even go to sleep. Yeah, I still still be <laughs> up playing. it. I mean, like you
0: like, hands I be crazy. all cramped and just like locked to the controller and stuff, and eyes
1: bloodshot. R-
0: right, just get that weird headache that you're just kind of like, you know, you feel like you're kind of dying in a way, but you got to keep going. Um, yeah, but no, not anymore, man. I, ca- I can't do it. I mean, I would do it if I was rich and I didn't have to go to work, you know, that kind of thing. But um, because I got to pay bills and shit, I gotta, you know, I can't be just sitting there playing video games all the whole time. Uh, no, okay. Jeff's, Jeff's job, so you know. Yeah, he's living the dream, man. He's got he's the got he's got the the job where he gets to just sit and play games all day. Um I'm
1: afraid of that though, cuz I think if I was to have a job in video games, <laughs> I wouldn't enjoy it anymore.
0: Yeah. Yeah, well he does seem like he sometimes it dislikes things uh um Just because, you know, because you have
1: to keep up with everything and report on everything. I'm just like, I couldn't do that, man. Yeah,
0: I don't, you know because especially because there's a lot of just stuff that's copycat stuff. so you play stuff when you're you know that feeling's gotta suck. as a regular gamer, you can just pick and choose. you can always choose the the best titles and just play those, you know, but yeah, when you're
1: leisure, exactly.
0: or anything like that being forced to play all the bad games, man, that would just put a freaking, you know, that would just make it terrible. I don't know. I mean, I did a lot of that too, but. Unlike yeah, Jeff,
1: I used to listen to the loading. Bar.
0: <laughs> yeah, on the loading bar, there was like a we, we had a conversation in the early days where we were um, where we actually discussed whether we should play the games all the way through to the end, or um, if playing right it enough to get the features. Yes, that. right, was good enough, and the general um, the general thought process is, un- except for Jeff, nobody was going to play the games all the way to the end. Um, so. There was, like, a general thought that everybody should play for eight hours. And, uh, you know, if you finish the game in eight hours because it's an eight-hour game, great. And then if you um, and if you don't, then that's fine. And I, I think a lot of people, I, I think Corey and um, Jason and stuff were often just going on YouTube and watching some of the videos of, like, uh, yeah. people playing the games to the end so they could just know what the endings were like. Because um, I don't really see them sitting putting in the commitment that Jeff was putting into some of those games. I mean, maybe, but... I'd, That's the real deal, yeah, yeah, he really is man I don't know how how the hell he does it. it's weird, <laughs> I played games with him though before I mean I you know he came out here, he actually lives um he actually lives over by where you're at, his parents do, um and they drove up yeah. to they drove up to Cleveland um last Christmas. It's kind of weird, like they drove him up here, he was at my house in the morning until like the evening, and then they they picked him up and took him back home, and it's you know it's a pretty long drive, you know it's like two and a half hours or something. And yeah, I was like, that. yeah.
1: There
0: before. And I was like, um, I was like, well, what are they doing up here? And he's like, oh, they were just dropping me off. They said so they just go drive around for a while. So they drove around. his folks drove around for like eight hours or something, Jeez. <laughs> and then just picked him up and like drove him back or whatever. So it was cool that he came up here though. But yeah, 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 his folks live in Youngstown somewhere, so. Um,
1: I was actually planning on trying to <laughs> go down to uh, Austin, Texas and maybe attend Spill.com, but guess what happened? Yeah, yeah, yeah. The day uh, I get, I mean, the year I get the time. Sure. I go down there and do it. Right. It's all gone. <laughs> like, how wonderful.
0: I, I I can totally see Corey putting together something for his new venture. Uh, you know, surprise me if it, he did. It, it wouldn't take him much to do it. He just needs to have some people you know, involved that can help organize it. Cause he's not the most organized guy on the planet. Um, but you know, once he gets his website going, um, I bet that'll happen for him. Uh, Jeff, on the other hand, I don't know, maybe Jeff and Jason are pretty, they're pretty resourceful. So I could see that happening, but I don't know if Jeff would really want to host something. He, he would be more the kind of guy that would like probably want to put it with somebody else's thing, you know, yeah. like there would be like a thing and then they would be there as well you know like what happened with the uh, Bruce, RTX thing right right, right exactly um i don't know i don't know i mean probably best just you know to um, you could just hang out with those guys anyway i mean they're they're all like always just like if you're in Austin and they're always on facebook just like i'm at this bar you know and you're just like yeah. okay you could just go hang out with them hey aren't you the guy from spill or whatever
1: yeah, sure. I could probably <laughs> go down there and hang out. but you know i got I booked a trip to uh, Trinidad oh, okay. this year, so wow. that's what I'm going to be doing. Where the
0: heck is Trinidad at? I've heard that before.
1: Where Where is that at? It's uh, down there. It's down near. Uh, oh, can I not, not, well, it's not that close to Haiti, but it's, it's around there about somewhere. Oh, it's an island. Yeah, it's an island. Okay. All right. Okay. Trinidad and Tobago.
0: I don't know why I was thinking of the Mediterranean for some reason. I think it's that name. Okay, so that's cool. Wow, so that's that'll be nice. Like a cruise, or are you just going to the you flying into the island itself, or what? What's oh, no,
1: we're flying in. It's gonna go from Detroit to Newark, and then we're gonna fly into through the port of Spain. Wow! We're gonna go there and be hanging out on the beaches and stuff. Wow! So that'll be sweet. I actually went to Hawaii last year, and that was great too. Really. Wow! Yeah, got all that stuff up on my Facebook videos and stuff.
0: That's fucking cool. Yeah, that's. <sighs> I don't like the fly. I would go. To, I would. I would go to a lot more places if I could. Like, like the fly. I used to. I mean, I've flown over fifty times, but um, I don't know, man. When they lose entire airplanes and shit, okay? Oh, yeah. It just fucking just. I. I can't. I can't what do it. That shit. About? I don't know. It's,
1: hey, we just lost the Jumbo Jet. It's, it's
0: Twilight Zone is. shit, man. It's not, it's just... It's just gone. How, you know, you
1: feel like the our... The came and got it, is that what you're saying?
0: Yeah, right, exactly. You feel like our government is watching everything we do, and then, like, somehow the whole world can't find a fucking giant airplane. Um,
1: God, did you think somebody would turn their phone on and send a text, like, hey, we're here. <laughs> right. Yeah, uh, it's
0: really fucking strange. But I hope they're okay, though. I doubt it. I'm sure they're in the ocean somewhere, but um, because they say that you need a, a runway the the length of a mile in order for that thing to land, um, and I think that you know somebody would have detected it somewhere. But at the same time, I don't think they have any fucking idea. I, the thing I heard that is a compelling argument that some people have said could could be the case, but nobody. Um, or it's doubted is the fact that it got shot down over a um like a country like Vietnam or whatever because they um because the transponder got switched off and they didn't know what it was and they 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 shot it down because it's happened before it's happened multiple times in the past and yeah. and um they just don't want to admit it because could you imagine admitting that to China like Ooh, boy. yeah like- right you could have a uh, you could have a even. there's no there's no there's no good thing that could happen for a smaller country to admit that they did that so it um so bad right right so but you know they would probably know if that was the case just because of the you would think that cell phones or something would survive that kind of th- i don't know but it's possible i mean because they're not finding anything in the ocean they found some yeah, pieces know. yesterday and they came on today and said that's still nothing and it's like there's a not lot of people right yeah not part of the plane they said this morning so i don't know
1: I they find something yeah anything
0: i mean it's there's a lot of stuff that floats you know you'd think it would hit shore at some point i mean there's stuff from like fukushima washing up on you know on the california beach by now right. and it's kind of like uh like that. right it's something i don't know it's weird man all right well that's basically the show you got anything else you want to throw out there or anything before i uh wrap it up
1: uh not really no <laughs> if anybody's in Youngtown, maybe you can look me up go through my facebook we can go have a drink or something there
0: you go yeah
1: and i would have came to uh uh, what do you call it? Midwest. The- cinema Wasteland? Yeah, Cinema Wasteland, but I can't this year because they have us working that week.
0: Uh, okay. We're going to that like Pop Expo. Man. Don't know if you're interested in going to that, but um, the Pop Expo, that's going to that? it, it's kind of like a Comic-Con that's happening up here at the Convention Center in Cleveland in May. Um, yeah, it's a three-day thing. Um, I think it's new. I, I'm sure it's new. I've never heard of it before, but it's got a cosplay thing. There's a whole bunch of um, actors that are going to be there signing autographs. It's just like a Comic-Con it's just called pop expo. Day. It's um just go to pop expo with an s at the end, so expose. com, mm-hmm. and uh, you can see all who's going to be there and what the events are and tickets and all that kind of shit. It's not that expensive. Um it's like 30 bucks, but it's for 2 days for 30 bucks. Here you can you can pay more for like 3 days if you wanted to do that. We're only going for the one day and um it was 40 bucks for the Saturday. And then they wrote me and said that they're changing the tickets around or whatever. So now it was 30 bucks, and you automatically get Friday included. So I was like, okay. So then they gave me like 10 bucks back for each ticket because all four of us are going from VGN. So. Oh,
1: that's pretty sick. I'll have to go to that. Then.
0: Yeah, check it out. It'll be good. Have that
1: weekend off. Yeah,
0: yeah. Well, you got time to uh, ask for it off anyway. Who knows? It's not until May, but, um, yeah. you know, probably be cool to come up, you know, it's, Get to see the new convention center, too, because it's all been, you know, redone and all that shit, so be worth checking oh, out. nice. So, all right, good to have you on. Um, everybody else, uh, you can write to me, uh, Kevin, at videogamenews.com, and uh, don't forget, Video Game News Radio uh, Show at 8 p.m. on Sunday nights. Um, the website's down, so go to facebook.com forward slash VGN Radio for more information. That's it. Take it easy. Later.